True Confessions podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome. I am Laura, the owner of ODAA, Virtual Assistant Agency. And we are a small um, business owned to, um, or God, let me, I swear, New Year. We're starting out the year well with bloopers. Boopers. We're doing well with boopers already. We are, right? (laughs) Uh, We are a small boutique style agency (laughs) that's here to really help you and your business grow. Um, with strategy, with ideas, with operations, behind the scenes tasks, getting things done, and really just being there for our clients in a very um, supportive and caring way with what you may need for your business. So that is ODAA. Awesome. Um, I'm Angelique, and I have Lady, I'm Lady Powerhouse with Lady Powerhouse Solutions. And Lady Powerhouse Solutions is a hearts nerd. Um, product and event management team of women. And we serve women entrepreneurs who are on fire and lighten up the world with their passion and their drive to achieve their missions. And we help them do that in the most authentic way possible. Wonderful. And together we are Fempreneur True Confessions podcast. Our mission is to empower women in business and life to live authentically and support each other instead of competing with each other. To model this authenticity through our business and personal relationships to empower other women to do the same. Yeah, and to normalize the struggles. Um, And is that the word we're still using? Are we still, our challenges? Normalize the challenges and share the lessons learned with the common goal of lifting each other up and never tearing them down. If you're wondering why we switched from struggles to challenges, it's because of a past podcast with Jean Walters. Which episode was that? I think it was 11. I think it was episode 11. (laughs) Go back and check that out. Um, So we really want to normalize what it looks like when women succeed at supporting each other. And building Mm -hmm. each other up, building up each other's confidence, and using their gifts and passions to fulfill their life's calling. Um, And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. But our main purpose of this podcast is to build, maintain, and grow a sisterhood that believes in an abundance mindset, sharing our challenges, and helping helping each other rise to our highest potential. Yes. Hey, it wasn't Lisa authenticity this time. And if you joined over Christmas, we showed the bloopers. There are some words that I've had to just go are back more challenging, in. right? And I, pra- I practiced like I had to practice that. I was like, let me practice speaking the English language right now. So there were some. I words. love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. So today um, we had a last minute cancellation. Lorraine Penner was supposed to be with us today, but unfortunately uh, she had to cancel. She had some um, storms, I guess, yesterday and knocked out her Wi-Fi. So (laughs) we hope you're okay, Lorraine. We send you um, all the best. And um, so, you know, we usually don't have a problem coming up with a topic to talk about because there is always something bubbling up, right? Mm -hmm. And I know for me, um, and we talked about a little bit about this earlier, um, just this whole idea of burnout. Now we start our podcast with 
um, Lisa. Oh, her name, her last name is escaping me. Hammett. Hammett. Lisa Hammett. She had just, she was just about to release her book, um, from burnout to best life. So, um, that's our very first episode. Go check it out. Check out her book. It is, um, for sale. So, um, that was just one of the like topics that keeps coming up like pretty regularly is mm-hmm. this, um, <laughs> this, this, uh, temptation. I don't know this habit, <laughs> this thing we have, we, we tend to burn ourselves out. And I do say it that way because, you know, we have to remind ourselves we we're the ones in control of our life. Mm-hmm. We may not feel like it, but in, in the bottom line is we are the ones calling the shots for what we decide to do with our life. Mm -hmm. Um, Hasn't always been that way, but it is now for the most part. Now there are some, yes, women are still marginalized to some extent, but is it better than a whole lot better than history? Yes. Absolutely. But we still have this temptation and this habit of burning ourselves out Mm -hmm. and um, getting to that point where another one of our guests, um, what was her name? She says, you uh, you know, she gets to this point where her cup is full. If there's nothing on the sides. Oh, Corinne. Corinne Hamilton, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And she says, you can't dip your finger in it. You can't. You, But if my cup is overflowing, help yourself. Yeah. So what's overflowing? What's on the sides? When, when do you ever feel that way? Right? Now, today, I am feeling that way. I am mm-hmm. feeling overflowing because I took last week off. Mm-hmm. My goal was to actually take last Friday off. That didn't happen. Not last Friday, but the Friday before Christmas Eve. I ended up working a whole day. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> but, and then I thought, you know, I, I can't remember the last time I had all week off and I did nothing. And well, um, I thought for sure I'd feel tempted and want to do work stuff. I mm-hmm. never did. I never yeah. did. And, you know, you were saying the same thing, like you, you know, you only had, didn't didn't have a whole lot going on on your schedule and you hadn't planned to take the week off. Talk about your, what happened with you last week. I just, um, so because we don't celebrate Christmas, you know, usually during that time when everybody's focused in on that, I take that time to get things caught up or, planned for the beginning of the year so you can, you know, jump and run and go, right? Um, But last week, my husband was off, my son was sick with COVID, there were other things going on, and I ended up pretty much taking the week off. And it was just really odd, but I so wanted to. Like, as much as I didn't know I wanted to, I did you know, and when I started like getting into that, I was like, oh, it felt so amazing, you know, and, and really wonderful to have that rest to not have to worry about the alarm clock and worry about where am I at and what am I doing? Did I sleep too long or anything else? It was just, I, I don't, I don't want to today. I don't want an adult today. Like I'm good. It's <laughs> you know? like that. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't know, and I didn't do what I normally do at the end of a year. And it was. This has been a, a 
2022 is a year of changes, and apparently a new tradition has been created at the end of the year now. So yeah. um, just really, yeah, I I was close to probably burnout and not recognizing it like I probably should have. And um, it, the universe cleaned it up for me and did it anyway. So I was like, yeah. okay, well, I will ride this, this wave because that's what I've been doing. So Right, but you didn't mention what really was the catalyst. So I've been I've been sick. Like I have a medical disease. Your that I body life. said, "Yo, yeah." And sometimes that is what it takes. Our body is trying to tell us a lot of times. Like, um, I asked somebody how they were feeling yesterday. How are you feeling? You know, she goes, "Well, I'm really tired." But other than that, yo, that's a sign. Mm -hmm. That's an indication your body is trying to give you that you are not getting enough rest, and maybe you need some more, or maybe you need to just do something differently. Maybe you feel like you're getting enough sleep, but you're not getting enough downtime. Mm -hmm. Right. That just that time of, we talked about this on another podcast, the idea of sitting in a room by ourselves, just staring at the wall. Sounds great to us yeah. because we're sensitive. We're highly sensitive people. And we, we, we take in all this stimulus and we get over stimulated and so mm -hmm. that sounds like a relief to us not a mm -hmm. chore now um now if you're not an hsp that might sound a bit off but the, because you and i are both hsp we understand the blessing of what that is for us so yeah. there are people where that doesn't sound fun in any way and we understand you may not find that fun but for you know, I know for me and you, the idea of that sounds just freaking amazing. And, and if it if it does sound like torture you to, to you, I encourage you to really ask yourself why. Mm -hmm. Because often, so often, what we do in an attempt to avoid emotions that we don't want to deal with or thoughts we don't want to deal with, we keep ourselves too busy. Um and honestly, I think that's the the root of a lot of like this busyness that we have. Yeah. of the inability to sit with ourselves and our own thoughts is terrifying mm -hmm. for some people. Yeah. Um, you know, I, and I can relate to that too, because, you know, sitting idle <laughs> um, and Glennon Doyle talks a lot about this too, in her podcast and her books, especially the last couple of books, because she struggles, um, she has challenges with anxiety and she talks very openly about that. I'm not outing her or anything. Um, but she talks very openly on the podcast about how she copes, what coping mechanisms she uses for that. And, but she also recognizes too, that it's an attempt to not deal with whatever it is she should be dealing with. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I think that that's a lot of the time that's really the the underlying and maybe we uh, consciously don't realize it, but subconsciously that's really what's going on is it's not that we have a problem with being still, we have a problem with the thoughts and the feelings that come up when we are and mm -hmm. there's nothing to do, but think and feel mm -hmm. and we're not distracted. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That can mm -hmm. be tough. I've been there. I've been there. I was there last week. Um, it took several days just for me to, to sit down and read a whole book. Mm -hmm. That was my goal last week was like to get all 
I, I um, set a reading goal every year. And um, my goal is always the same, 50 books a year. <laughs> Not always, but in recent years, it's, it's always around 50 books a year. I never reached that yet, but I always want to do better than I did last year. So mm. I spent literally Chris, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, cramming in just one more book so I could have read more books than I did last year. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I think I read two or three more books this year than I did last year, but okay. only because I really did a lot of reading last week. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the other things I noticed is uh, normally I just look at the, because I typically have like 12 books going at a time because mm -hmm. some books you just can't, I've got one that's about this thick and it's about the size of a, a you know, a full size Bible. Um, because it's a collection of correspondence between, um, what is her name? I can see her artwork, Georgia O'Keefe and one of her, um, friends mm -hmm. and, um, and it's just a lot. It's big. It's a very academic. It was published by, uh, I think the university of New Mexico or something, but, um, so it's not one of those books you just sit down and kind of buzz through in a day. So I have a few of those. I have devotionals that I'll kind of devotional type books that I'll read a little bit every day. Um, mm -hmm. I have books of poetry. You can't just sit down and read a whole book. I mean, you can, I have, mm -hmm. but poetry is just one of those things you kind of savor and you think about and you journal about. At least I do. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. I do. Um, I but I came back to work today just really excited um, and yesterday too. I mean, yesterday I kind of fudged, to be honest. I, I was like, I really don't want to do the same stuff again, but I have a new project that I'm working on. I'm super excited about. And I was looking forward to having a meeting. Some it's a collaboration with two other women. And, um, I was really looking forward to our meeting. We were supposed to meet last week, but it just didn't work out. It's okay. Yeah. And, um, but earlier today, I was talking to a team member and she was just really, you know, frustrated um, mm. with, can we just say it? Life, life yeah. stuff. Um, not just work, not even work, maybe a little work, a little work. And so, you know, I'm just like, okay, so what's going on? Just trying to be a sounding board for her and. And, you know, we always want to help each women. We want to help the other woman. Like, mm -hmm. how can I? And I, I asked her, how can I help you? What can I do? She's like, well, nothing. This is all I have to do it. I have to do everything. And that was like, OK, all right. So one thing I've learned is that anger, these emotions like anger, envy, um, jealousy, these are all indications of so anger often is about somebody's crossed a boundary when you're mm -hmm. angry. Envy and jealousy are really, um, and Glennon Doyle talks about this too. She talks about those are indications, not that you're a bad person, but there's something about that person that you either, you're jealous because they're doing something you really want to do. Mm -hmm. And um, her example was that she used to have like, a, I don't remember how she put it, it was basically like she didn't 
have a high opinion of certain female uh, writers that everybody just loved and thought that were great, but she didn't. And what it was, it was like this envy jealousy thing because she wanted to write, but she didn't realize it. Yeah. But she wanted to write. And mm -hmm. so she said, now I realize looking at that and reflecting, you know, on it, that, um, that's because that was something I desired to do deep down. That was something I desired to do. Yeah. And yeah. so, and then, you know, anger can also help us realize too, um, when things make us, um, like break our heart and, yeah. and frustrate us, like we get like upset, like if somebody mistreats an animal and we get really upset about that, mm -hmm. that's because that's something that breaks our heart. That's where our passions lie. That's where our calling lies. That's where our purpose is. That thing that breaks your heart is where your purpose lives. Mm -hmm. And there somewhere is your purpose. And so anyway. In um, a negative way, you know, not just somewhere in your purpose, but there's somewhere in your purpose is a injustice as a, you yeah. know, like yeah. you want to rescue that dog. You want to, mm -hmm. you know, adopt them. You want to go out and save all the dogs. Right. I'm talking to you, right? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> well, you hear me complain about that, but it's, it's wherever, you know, stuff like that lies, you know, um, if you're someone that lives in human humanity, just in general and, and, and injustice, becomes a trigger, an anger point in pretty much everything, you know, that you do. Um, so when we're talking about anger, what happens is, did it come from that, that purpose of what broke in, you know, in your heart? Or was it something closer to you from like a, a very specific person or group, you know, like closer mm -hmm. in, in, in um your bubble kind of feel like expectations and uh, set things or things you think sometimes i think people should just know and then i get a little bit angry like well why didn't you know you know me why didn't you know um and i think sometimes that becomes part of it, you know, um, family and friends can, um, take advantage of situations or can not understand. And that becomes another problem. So like, as you're talking about things and where your anger may lie, you know, if you're thinking about, if you're angry, well, really, where is that coming from? Is right. it a humanitarian part of you or is it something closer into your bubble that yeah. and, and that's that's where like it's a boundary that's been crossed mm -hmm. where there was a lack of respect or lack of understanding or lack of communication there's some kind of boundary was breached mm -hmm. and the next question being was that my responsibility or theirs mm -hmm. it's our responsibility to hold our boundaries not theirs they don't mm -hmm. set boundaries for us. We set our own boundaries and then it's our responsibility to mm -hmm. say, that's a boundary for me. I don't tolerate that or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. 
I think you forget um, to do that though with friends and family because we're we're more yes people and people pleasing to your friends and family than anybody else right so it's one of those okay i'll just i'll just do it let go yeah take it you know or yeah yeah absolutely i um i think that's all i had (laughs) Oh. that's what was on my heart today. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it was, it was nice to have the opportunity to talk about it to and we're open to hearing, um, your reactions, your, and inf- like, we're not experts on this. I know what I know. And I, I know that I don't know. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of things I don't know. I don't know what I don't know, but I can share what, what, um, how I do things and you can share how you do things so that it might help someone else. So if you have a way of, for instance, when you're frustrated or upset about something, if you have a way of recognizing what that is for what it is and, and processing it, we'd love to hear it. Um, one of the other things too, we, um, had an issue with our booking link. It is fixed now. I know there have been a couple people that um, tried booking and couldn't on um, last week while we were out, and uh, that's been corrected. Sorry, technical glitches. Um, Mars is in retrograde again. So, um, yeah, Mars. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, we're just. Uh, I said, so I said something like that to a friend of mine, and she's like, "We can't blame everything on that. We just can't, but we do. Mm-hmm. We do. <laughs> it's perfectly created it that way, like." And it says it, like, be warned. Like, it is a warning. Be warned. Because technical (laughs) problems are a thing during retrograde. It is a given. Like, and you can't blame it on everything on that. But you really can. Because it tells you. It (laughs) says it. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) This is like, um, yeah, so that, and we are live on LinkedIn. That's awesome. Thank you for everyone who, um, responded to our plea for help to follow us, continue to share, um, so that we can continue to grow and, um, share the, um, the good stuff that we have and what else, what else is going on? We've got, um, what's, who's our guest next week? Well, how do you, so how do you deal with the anger? Are you quicker in your world to be like, that was my fault? And just, are you someone who jumps in and just, whatever, and just gets it done? Or are you somebody who is like, nope. This is my expectation. This is what I've set. And now I'm going to enforce what yeah. I've set. You know, I used to be that way. Um, and I'm, I hope that I'm not that way as much anymore, if at all. Mm-hmm. But um, I try to stop when something um, comes up to go, okay, what is this trying to teach me? Where is this coming from? What's Because this really isn't about whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, something happened the other day. It w- was really frustrating. 
I don't remember what it was. And when I get frustrated, I cry. I, I was telling my friends yesterday, I cried everything. Like, it doesn't matter what emotion. I could be happy. I could be sad. I could be frustrated. I could be but just just touched, okay? And I'm still going to, I'm going to cry at all of it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cry if I'm mad. Um, yeah. And um, so I used to be one of those people is, especially with my kids as, you know, as a parent, no, this is the rule. This is what you should have done. You didn't do it. Boom. And to some respects in every, you know, in, in some cases that was totally um, how it, you know, should have been done. In some cases, no, it shouldn't have been done that way. I should have been more human. I should have been, you know, <laughs> less whatever. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like I had those things had to be this way. Um, I think in my business, I, I'm a little bit more parenty. Like, mm -hmm. because when, you know, and we talked about this similarly um, with Jackie, like when you have a deadline with a client to deliver something and you um, got a team member working on it and they didn't get it done in time. That reflects on you. It doesn't reflect on the team member. Mm -hmm. It reflects on you and your brand. Yeah. Um, and that was a hard lesson I learned early on was that the, the client doesn't care if it was the team member's fault. It's your name on the contract. It's your name on the website mm -hmm. or your brand or whatever. So um, I, I, I probably tend to be a little bit more rigid when it comes to now, if somebody's, you know, I'm having a bad, you know, bad day or stressful day or the kids are sick or the cat threw up or whatever. I get that. And that stuff happens, mm -hmm. um, especially when it comes to children. Children are a little bit <laughs> unpredictable and you have to. Um, if you're a mom, you're a mom first, really, you know, mm -hmm. even as much as we say we need to take care of ourselves and put ourselves first. Mm -hmm. When it comes to between my kids and my job, the kids are going to come first. Yeah. Maybe they shouldn't always, you know, maybe there are certain circumstances where that isn't the case, but mm -hmm. um, I never guilt anybody for saying, I can't make it. I'm not feeling well. I can't make it this about my kids or whatever, because they have their priorities and maybe their priorities aren't the same as mine. Mm hmm. Yeah, I my priorities be... are me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've learned that I have to take care of me. If I can't take care of me and show up and show up present and in my best possible way, mm -hmm. then I can't expect anyone else to do that. Mm -hmm. So if I'm tired, then I need to rest. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, that was much harder for me to learn because I had a very strict parent. But I also was very strict. I spent all those years working with teenagers and teaching accountability and, and problem solving, that kind of thing. And I found that it came a lot from parents where as a case manager, you know, I've got these kids I'm responsible for and they're in mm -hmm. pretrial. They're dealing with juvenile court and all this stuff. 
and I do a house visit and these children have all these things and they're being spoiled and they're going places and, and nobody's telling them no and all this stuff. And I'm like, start with the first boundary. Freaking no. And don't get talked into and bamboozled into a whole bunch of things. So yeah. my poor son, you know, and thank goodness he wasn't one that tried that very often. Me and his dad are both pretty strict on that. But I'm not one that can be talked into things very easily. Um, if my mind is pretty much when it's set, it's set. Like, that is just kind of who I am. So, I, my friends are not that way. Um, and during, while our kids were growing up and stuff like that, where I'm like, if you don't set the boundaries, I don't want to hear the shit. Because I know what you're doing wrong. They don't act like that at my house. And people, you know, I was always that one, you know, if you bring your child to my house and you don't correct your child, I come from the village raised you. So if you don't say something, I will. If you don't meet on a trick kid, you better handle it. Like that has always been my rule. I don't care if you don't like it, don't come. Like that had always been the rule and, and how I ran my house. I got a little more lenient as I got older. Um... I asked, so my son wasn't, he wasn't one that pushed the boundaries yeah. really at all. Um, and the few times that he did, it was a very quick learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it was just one of those, really? Like, so you're going to act this way? And, and oh, yeah, he would backtrack pretty fast because he knew we just were very intolerant. And he wasn't going to be able to convince us. We weren't parents who could talk into something. Um, so I think I handle things more in that way where I am the, yeah, I'm probably the wrong person to come to if you feel like you're going to change my mind. You know, like, no, this is how I'm, I'm set in this way. So when it like came to kids and stuff, I have had to fix some of that in business because when I'm angered, it's because I've set that very sturdy boundary and I'm not bendable, you know, on it because that's who I am personality wise. So I've had to learn the, the opposite side of that, of learning to bend a bit on things and be more understanding as a leader of what can happen. But when I hear things, sometimes it's, Hmm. I still don't find that acceptable. Or most of the world might, you know, and and, yeah. and it's like, oh yeah, I don't find yeah. that acceptable. So it, it and I, you little- know what? That's totally fair as long as you set that boundary first and that's yeah. communicated clearly. And that yeah. I, I will say, you know, that was one of the challenges was hey, I thought I was communicating clearly, and I was finding that people were still not getting it. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, where can I improve my communication? Can I communicate more? Can I communicate differently? Can I communicate? Um, I don't know. Like, what is their communication style? Do they mm-hmm. need to see a video? Do they need to, you know, get an audio or do they just, because I'm a writer, I will write things. I will send you long ass emails, but if mm-hmm. you're not a reader, 
you're not, you're going to ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're, or you're going to skim it and there might be some details that you don't catch. Well, mm. that's okay. As long as you're not applying for a job that requires you to be detail oriented. Right. And you don't catch the details. Yeah. In the application. Okay. Mm. That's a red flag. That's a, <laughs> right. Absolutely. Right. It is. Yeah. yeah. So as long as, as, you know, I think that's totally fair. As long as we're communicating upfront clearly. Mm -hmm. um, and as you, as you, I've noticed as I've brought more team members on, as I have um, had more interns come on board and they don't all stay. They don't all stay. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I don't have to be. I just have yeah. to be the cup of tea that other people want to work with. And I have great people that that are my cup of tea and that I'm theirs. So, but no, I'm not, a, I'm not for everybody. Not everybody makes it through the internship. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. like you, the standards are fairly, you know, they are, they're very clear. <laughs> they're communicated. The expectations are set from the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not a hard nose, you know, but if you don't show up for a weekly call or you show up, but you're not prepared, not once, but over and over again, that's a problem. Yeah. And I'll say next time can, you know, show up prepared, remember to, to create an agenda or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, cause I've, I've done that. I've been running from one appointment to another and I show up and I'm not completely got all my ish together that right. happens mm -hmm. um and i you know and i have to say okay and i do and i did notice that i had done that so i was like okay i have to make sure that i have an agenda prepared no later than the day before this meeting right or i have an outline or i have like for a podcast i have an outline prepared the week before the friday mm -hmm. before the tuesday Sometimes it's not till Monday, but it's always <laughs> at least the day before. Yeah, absolutely. And that, you know, and that makes a lot of sense. But even like you and I have said, like, there's different ways of communicating and different ways that as leaders, we have to bend. And as the business owner, you're the leader. And there's management and there's leadership. They are very different things. And um, knowing where you fall in that. And not everybody is a leader. If that was the case, we'd have zero need for followers, right? Um, some people love and thrive in more of that I'll get it done. Because they, they believe in what the leader is doing and they love to be a part of it and all of that. And that's wonderful. Um, but learning to be a leader and communicating on everybody's level within your team and what they need is a, not an easy task in itself yeah. while getting everything done. Right. And there's a learning curve. There is always mm -hmm. a learning curve. Mm -hmm. And, and I've said this before, I have, a, I've had great leaders that, that I didn't particularly like some days because mm -hmm. they told me the truth. Mm -hmm. And I talked about that mm -hmm. once before I had a supervisor said, I have to write you up. 
Yeah. What? But I'm going through a hard time. I'm going through a divorce and I'm going through this and I'm going through that. She goes, yes. And I understand that we've been very lenient with you, but it's time for you to get your shit together. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, um, I had a client do that with me early on when uh, shortly after, let's see, I would say within the first year and I got some feedback from her and it was hard. It was hard, mm -hmm. but was she wrong? No, probably mm -hmm. not. And so I'm like, okay, I have to, to understand that she was honest with me and respect that even though mm -hmm. it didn't feel very good. Yeah. And maybe I did, you know, maybe it was a little harsh, but I asked her for feedback. I didn't, I didn't say, okay, be nice, you know? Yeah. And some people just, like you said, mm -hmm. they, they can come across, mm -hmm. they have good intentions, but they can come across as an, as an asshole. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have a friend, she's like, I know I'm an asshole. She's not. She just has certain expectations, a certain level of expectation. And if you don't meet that expectation and you know this about her, people watch out. Yeah. <clears throat> I see that too. Like, and I, and, and my husband and I always kid about it because I'm like, oh, you're such an asshole. And he'll be like, you are too. Because we're the same when it comes to certain things. And I'm just like, Ugh. But I know I'm not going to pay attention if someone sugarcoats it or tries to hold my hand or play soft with me. Then it doesn't seem like something I need to, like, then I feel like, oh, it's not really that big of a concern. But if somebody is very just, if they're like me and talk to me the way I would them is when I get it. So even just in our dynamic in our house, it's, I talk to you this way because it's the only way I respond as well. So my son got used to it. Me and my husband are the same when it comes to that. Like, I say it like this because that's how I know you're going to get it. You say it like this because you know it's the only way I'm going to get it. And it's kind of the same thing with the team. Oh, where my gosh. And I had an aha moment like that with a, a previous relationship. Like I was trying to talk to them and talk to them and talk to them. And just the way I do, I'm just real trying to be really understanding and not hurt their feelings and, but still convey that this is not, you know, um, this isn't acceptable to me. And mm -hmm. this would be a good example of how we could do it differently in our relationship or whatever. Didn't get it. Didn't get it months i would say probably months probably almost a year and then one day i just lost my shit on them mm -hmm. and went off on them and it was totally inappropriate it was not a good response but i had had it mm -hmm. i was done talking nice and they looked at me and they said that i understand because they were accustomed to being communicated that way by the authority people in their life. Mm -hmm. So I finally got through, I finally got through, but it took, you know, that cartoon that where you know, the woman finally loses her. She's been asking for something. Hey, can you please pass me the salt? Can you please pass me the salt? Can you please pass me the salt? And everybody's ignoring her at the table. And she finally mm -hmm. says, mm, pass me the, damn soldier whatever <laughs> and they all look at her like she's lost her mind what is wrong with you 
-hmm. because that is what it took for you to hear her Mm -hmm. for whatever reason that's how you wake up or smell the roses or whatever Mm -hmm. um i love how everyone always looks that normal probably not well then you get that shocked look like are you really effing shocked are you absolutely going to be shocked in the moment that I behave this way? Oh, screw you at this point. Like, well, I, I was shocked. I was shocked because I don't normally react that way. Mm-hmm. But because uh, I had been communicating in the way that I thought was healthy and normal and appropriate and, and, and mutually beneficial, mm-hmm. Um, and it, it hadn't been working. And I was just, I, how many times do I have to tell you mm-hmm. or how many times do I have to say or whatever that, Hey, I, whatever they, I, I don't remember the exact like circumstances around it. I wish I could, but I just remember I lost it and they just kind of like woke up and they're like, Oh, wow. And I'm like, yeah, I've been saying this all along for months. Yeah. And it shouldn't come to that. <laughs> right. But that was the only way that they understood. Oh, you're really upset. Mm-hmm. They didn't understand that being hurt and upset could look differently than just being a crazy person yelling right. and screaming and cussing. Yeah. That's why I said I'm ripped the bandaid off and then we can get calm. But it, there's a moment where sometimes you just, you gotta, you gotta hit, hit it as hard as possible. And then I'll deal with the wound after because being hand holding, I'm not a sugar coater. I have a really hard time with it. Um, I am more of that rip the bandaid yeah. off. I I mean, yeah, ripping the bandaid off and and doing things, you know, straightforward, not beating around the bush and him and and hawing and like you said, sugarcoating. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think that that's being honest with people. I mean, that's so important. But -hmm. at the same time, we don't have we should not have to lose our shit in order (laughs) to get people's attention. It -hmm. should not be okay. It should not be acceptable to for somebody to go off on you and then go okay i'm sorry but i have your attention what mm-hmm. you know yeah um so yeah very interesting well i don't i i i am over time so we're gonna yeah. have to wrap it up but um we are looking for topics we do have guests booked up we have one opening on the 17th because someone had a conflict and they had to reschedule. Unfortunately, they can't reschedule until June, but that's okay. June's now booked. We're um, opening. Uh, we have open slots in July and, and, and August, September and, and going forward. Uh, we do have one opening at 17th. If you want to, um, I know it's going to fill up quickly. If you want to get in there and get something booked or um, we might, I think we have one person that wanted to move up pretty sure, but I'll have to reach out to them. But, um, our booking link is fixed. Um, thanks for following us on LinkedIn. 
Yeah. Please subscribe on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we have a new ask. We have a new ask. Please subscribe on YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I'm looking, I'm so looking forward to this new year mm -hmm. and um, more bloopers, right? Oh my gosh. We started off good this year already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you guys and have a wonderful week and we will see you next time. All right. Bye. See you next week, everyone. Bye-bye.